Hello, and thank you for listening to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. We're honored to spend some time with you and well done on investing in your relationship. It matters. Our goal is to encourage and equip you in your incredible adventure of marriage, whether you're in a low place or a high place. This is for us, those courageous enough to believe we can actually change the world, one marriage at a time, starting with our own. Please connect with us on our website, hoperelentless.com. And remember, there is always, always hope. Hello, and welcome to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast. Chad and Sarah Gale here, and we are so happy that you're joining us and you're changing the world. Your marriage is changing the world because you're investing in it. And so marriages impact families, families impact communities, and communities impact the world. And so it's an honor to be able to share this space, this time with you guys, and hopefully encourage you as we encourage ourselves and remind ourselves that we are truly doing something significant when we invest in our marriage. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about growth that lasts. So one of the exciting things about working with couples is seeing those breakthroughs, seeing those aha moments where there's new perspective, there's new knowledge, there's new um, just excitement around the relationship, around the marriage. And there's hope and there's progress. One of the discouraging things is down the road, what can happen is couples can fall back into the old patterns, the old habits, the old behaviors. And in this moment, some of the things that we hear is they're more discouraged because they thought they knew better, but the growth didn't last. And so this yo-yo in our relationship is something that we're going to talk about today. And I'm not sure if you can relate listening, you know, if you've ever had counseling or you've even been on a diet, you've had a trainer perhaps, and you have these amazing results while you're doing the program. And then over time, when you're finished with the program, you kind of go back to how you started and it's incredibly frustrating. And I know as a person who has experienced that myself, it's frustrating, but also as someone who works with couples and sees that at times in certain couples, it's, it's not frustrating for me, but it's, it's more sad. Uh, you know, when I first started out wanting to help couples and wanting to help marriages, I had no interest in you know, just sitting with couples so that I could take their money and they, they don't really grow. They just sit there and they vent with me and there's no progress. That was that I had no interest in that whatsoever. And so even from the start, I created what's called a like 12 week program or boot camp. And the reason I did that is because I wanted couples to have practical intentional things that they could work on and that they could move through so that at the end of the day, we could have a tangible understanding of, okay, yes, this is what I learned. This is what I can apply. And so um, what happens though, is the hope is through this, this program and through intentional investment in the relationship, the hope is that things will start to stick, not because the couples experience behavior modification, but because throughout the process, we are transforming and renewing our minds and our habits are beginning to change. And those things that create true transformation are beginning to occur. And so that is something that, that excites me about the work of, of, of transformation of the work of counseling, because that's the opportunity. But I am not naive to know that many of us 
we will start out great and then we will go back and in, into the exact state that we were. And I would even say we we are worse than we were because it's that hope, you know, the hope that we had to start. And then we we thought we were getting help and then we we got excited because we were growing and then we kind of plateaued because we got comfortable and then we started to send downwards and then we regressed. And so then we're like, wow, well, I tried this. It didn't work. And so therefore it's hopeless. And that's oftentimes when the divorces come and whatnot. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, so let, let's talk about that for a moment. Let's talk about what prevents growth from lasting. And then maybe we can dig a little bit deeper into that potential hopelessness that couples might feel if they tried something, they experienced some short-term growth, some mm -hmm. short-term progress, but ultimately it didn't stick. So let's, let's talk a little bit about like, why doesn't this stuff stick? Well, why is it that some couples experience that? And so I think the first thing that I think about is, is this is something I share with you or I even share with our sons in different subjects, areas of growth. And that is, you know, in many capacities, society is not set up for our relationships to thrive, right? When we think yeah. about the average relationship over 5, 10, 20, 50 years, how many relationships that start are still thriving decades later? It's mm -hmm. a very small percentage. And so, but how many people, when they start a relationship, want their relationship to be thriving decades later? I, I imagine we all do, right? Or, or yeah. well, certainly a majority yeah. of us. So what happens? Yeah. And I think part of it is this awareness that our day-to-day -day social and cultural norms realistically will lead to relational decay. And so if we don't mm -hmm. want that, then we have to be intentional to create different patterns in our relationships. Otherwise, we're just kind of going, we're just going with the flow, we're floating down the river, and slowly, we're, our relationship is not what we want it to be. And so I think mm -hmm. this idea that relationships should be easy, if you're the one, if you're my soulmate, if you're the one God has for me, if we're meant to be together, not just in this season, but in all seasons, I think some people anticipate that it should be natural or that it should be easy. And I just don't think that's true. Now, I'm not talking about toxic, abusive relationships, but in any area of life, health, relationships, career, finances, if we are thriving for an extended period of time, there's usually patterns and priorities and intentionality that directly led to that growth. And so our society doesn't really encourage that when it comes to relationships or marriages. So then we have to kind of take a step back and be like, well, what are we going to do differently if we want to experience a different result than the social norm? And so it requires that intentionality. So I think some of these disappointment realistically comes from false expectations. Mm, that's good. What, are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the expectations are a huge one. And I just want to touch on having grace for ourselves <laughs> as we talk through this, because gosh, you know, I meet with couples and we talk a little bit about their past. And many of us, we did not see any kind of 
example, good example yeah. of relationship, of marriage and what it took and that it was work, but it was good work. It was worthwhile work. We, we didn't grow up like that. And so I'll tell couples, you know what, you're doing better than you think you are because you are with what you were given. Most of us, we, we've made something out of, out of a lot of random ingredients. And so yeah. I just want to make sure that I say that first and just going back with expectations, if we're expecting that when we get married, which I understand we are because we haven't had real life examples. So we're looking at media, you know, perhaps. And so we're expecting that we're going to just have the butterflies all the time. We're going to fall in love and we're going to just stay in love. And there's no effort. There's no hard times. You know, you know, it's just all wonderful. Or there's, I think what, what society depicts, especially media depicts a lot are the grand times. You know, there's going to be these awesome highs where you're just, just amazed with how marriage is, even like the sexual encounters, like every time is going to be amazing and confetti everywhere. And so there's these extremes that we see. And so what are we to do with those? And if we have these expectations that there, that marriage is not going to take that consistent, intentional investment, then when we actually find ourselves in a difficult spot in our marriage, we're number one, we're probably not going to want to put the time in because we're going to think that means something wrong. Number two, we're not even going to know that that's required because we've never seen that that's how relationships work. It's like, yep, yeah, it's got to be, it's intentional and, and it's on purpose. Yeah, I mean, so we can see like what prevents this long-standing growth. There's, we've kind of identified a couple of things. Social norms don't support and encourage or promote the things that it takes. And then our own expectations. And I love that you said the dynamic of not just what we have seen or not seen, but the importance of grace. You know, I think one of the things as you're talking about these events or these highlights or these social media posts I think it's mm -hmm. easy for us to fall into the trap of redefining our relationship by our most recent interaction, as yeah, opposed yeah. to kind of the trend or the pattern. You know, if somebody yeah. comes to counseling, um, they're reading a book, they start to implement some different things to prioritize their relationship, and things are going better for three months, six months, 12 months, people get in fights, people get in disagreements, people yeah. have... You know, like there's going to be some moments where like I just show up as the worst version of myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that can be disheartening is when couples redefine their relationship or their marriage in a moment where they both showed up as like the worst version of themselves and they completely yeah. lose sight or ignore all of the moments where they both showed up as better versions of themselves. And so it's, mm -hmm. man, if you've been working on your marriage, your relationship for six months and things are trending in a direction that you're both excited about and you get in an argument over something, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things, like when you said the grace that stood out to me is like, hey, let's, let's have grace for ourselves and for our relationship and not redefine it just on this moment, but like, what are what's the trend of our relationship? What are the patterns? Are we learning? Are we growing? Are we committed to each other? Are we both willing to keep showing up? Then we can yeah. learn how to forgive and how to let go and how to move beyond some of those difficult and challenging moments and not redefine our whole relationship based on a on a difficult moment. 
Right. And I think as you're saying that, I, I was thinking about fear. And I think we redefine from an event because we're afraid that we're going to go back or that we haven't actually grown. And I see it, you know, in counseling sessions, couples are doing great week by week, and then they have a bad week. And then it, it's almost like the, the bottom comes out where it's just like, oh my goodness, like nothing has, nothing, nothing has stuck or, or whatever it may be. However, they're, they're um, conceptualizing what went on in the relationship. And I think what happens is it's that moment where they think it, the same thing that used to happen happened again. And so there's no progress. And that simply is not true. Like what you're saying, Chad, we cannot redefine everything because we slipped back in a moment. And this is something I think that is taught as well. It's that perseverance to recognize that, yeah, we're going to have some hard times and that's okay. We can do hard things. We can get through hard seasons. And if anything, it's recognizing, but you know what? We have been investing in our relationship. We have been intentional. And it's not always about the result. It's about knowing that you've been showing up and putting in the work and trusting the process because there's no way when couples are intentional about their marriage that it is not growing. We're not always going to see the growth, but just like a plant, you know, it starts with the seed perhaps and it grows slowly over time. And you're not going to look at that plant when it's just in, in its seedling form and be like, you're not growing. And then when it's just barely um, showing any kind of greenery, you're not growing. No, you're seeing slowly the growth occur over time. And I think with our own lives, sometimes it's difficult to see that growth. And another example with that, with that would be our own children. Sometimes we don't even see that our children are growing. Then we go to an outing and someone who hasn't seen them in a couple months is like, oh my goodness, like, look at how yeah. much you've grown. Yeah. And we'd be like, I didn't notice. Wow, that's interesting. So it's the same thing with us. But I think we have this tendency to be so hard on ourselves where, hey, you, you started with nothing and look at you now. And yeah, you had a setback, but you, you had two steps forward and a half step back. So let's keep, let's keep going. Yeah, started at the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> Even if it's only a smidgen above the bottom. Um, hey, that's growth. That's growth. So we talked a little bit about what can prevent growth. And obviously there's other dynamics that can play into this. But let's transition and talk about what can promote growth. Like, you know, part of this idea is how do we experience growth that lasts in mm relationship because even if we kind of buy in and we'll give each other and our spouse grace that we're we're still going to have some challenging or difficult moments we still want to see growth right we still want to see progress so what are the things that we can do that will promote that growth and help this growth and help the things that we learn to stick because I, I I asked you before we started recording I said babe how many of the couples that you're working with week to week, do the relationships get worse? And what did you say? Zero. Zero. Why do you think when a, when a marriage comes to you, and as a generalization, we wish this wasn't the case, but as a generalization, when somebody reaches out for marriage counseling, how many couples reach out for marriage counseling because their relationship is the best it's ever been? There... I don't know that I've had anyone reach out because it's the best it's ever been. So we have some couples. Have been, no. Some have been fine, but they're like, oh, we just want to continue to enhance. But it's not like 
they have specific areas they want to enhance. It's not like, oh, it's the best it's been. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they're, they're kind of like leading questions, but the reality, the marriages that we have the privilege and opportunity working with typically have identified, hey, things aren't what we want them to be. Let's get marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Then as they're getting marriage counseling, none of them get worse. They all experience some level of growth, improvement, health. Um, so what are the things that are taking place that help promote growth for these couples? Yeah. Well, so one thing I just want to say to that is, yeah, they all they all are experiencing growth. And like I said before, that doesn't mean they don't have bad days, right? Yeah. And so I think we have to understand that because if our expect if our expectation is that growth means no bad days, then we're going to feel like we're never growing. Yeah. So the thing that I find is their intentionality. It's as simple as that because I, and I ask couples a lot of times, when is the last time that you spent 12 weeks consistently investing in your marriage every single week and you had it in your calendar, you knew that this was your time. And the answer is always never, never nothing close to that. And so I would say that intentionality to put your marriage before all the other chaos in your life and make sure that you prioritize your marriage is everything. I think it does something psychologically. And that's why a lot of times before couples even start, they'll come back, they'll come to me after like the second session. They're like, oh my goodness, we're doing so great. And I'm like, wow, we haven't even really talked about anything, but it's because psychologically they've told themselves we're in this and we're, we're, we're going to do the 12 weeks because we matter. Our marriage matters. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, just that dynamic of intentionality. So, you know, what promotes growth, prioritizing our relationship. You know, I think it goes back to what prevents growth, the social norms and some of those dynamics, you know, how crazy would it be if. I was an employee and I just didn't show up to work in the month of August. <laughs> My employer would fire me. And if I was shocked, if I were to like hang out with a friend and be like, could you believe this? I didn't show up to work in August, but my work in July and June was incredible. My boss called me up and fired me. Your friend would look at you like you're crazy. Like, what does showing up to work in July have to do with showing up to work in August? Like, if you want to keep your job, if you want to keep getting paid, you got to keep showing up, even if we're running or building a business, right? Where Whatever season we're in, we have to continue to be faithful in that particular season. And I think that is a major mindset shift in relationships. We mm-hmm. have to continue to show up and prioritize in the season that we're in. And as we continue to do that, then I think we will experience growth that lasts. I think the reality is growth is the fruit of activity. Hmm. And if we stop the activity, then we then the growth doesn't happen. The fruit of the growth is no longer there. And it's easy to see this in other areas. If I stop working out, I would anticipate down the road, I'm not going to be as strong or as fit. If I stop doing the things that help me be successful in my career, then it's reasonable. The byproduct down the road is I'm not going to experience the same breakthroughs or success or growth. And so a huge part of what promotes growth is that prioritization, that intentionality. I think about for us, we've been, this has probably been our best year ever in terms of date nights, I think. What do you think? I feel like you said that the last couple of podcasts, which just shows. (laughs) 
we're excited about it. (laughs) But some of our dates, like they suck. Like they're just not that fun. They're not that. We had like back to back dates, I think. I think in July, where like the date ended with a fight, right? <laughs> where it just like ends in a disagreement and wrong. And I'm just like, go, you know, like, oh, that, that, I could have done without this, right? But the pattern and the trend was prioritizing time together, right? It doesn't yeah. mean every date is going to be great. It doesn't mean, you know, sometimes we come up with ideas and afterwards we're like, man, that restaurant sucked or that wasn't fun or that. We plan it again. We try something else the next week. And it's not the individual event. It's the intentionality of blocking out on our calendar. I feel like I know we are doing something well because our sons are actually complaining that we date too much. Yeah. What? You guys are going on a date again? It's like, yeah, because it's Saturday night again. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So consistency is what you're talking about. And even when we talked about the extremes earlier, where it's are not the extremes, but events, and we talked about not letting one event define your marriage as in a negative way. I think it's similar when it comes to consistency. It's not letting one event be the the reason that you feel like you're you're growing, if you will. Like it's it's a step. It's a stepping stone. So whether it's counseling, if we're seeing counseling as an event, sure. If we're seeing a, a seminar as an event, a podcast as an event, sure. All like this is an event right now. You are listening to this podcast. So let's not misjudge this event, this moment for what growth takes, which is consistency. And that's something that I think is is crucial. That sometimes we 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 don't realize, you know, we think, okay, I haven't spent enough attention with the marriage. So I'm going to throw some money at it. I'm going to plan a vacation and it's going to be fine. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're still not connecting, but it takes more than that. It takes time. And over time, we will be able to grow just like over time, you'll see that plant analogy, you'll see that plant grow. And so it's just being patient, but then recognizing, Hey, you're doing better than you think you are. Yeah. And I think on a, on a, you know, what else promotes growth? You know, I think we, we see and we watch couples experience marriage counseling promotes growth. You know, so yes. just counsel in general, wisdom, guidance, getting insight from professionals in different areas of our life helps. It's the same thing mm-hmm. in our relationships. And I would say, you know, for couples who go through the Hope Relentless program, we typically see growth. We see, we see progress. Now, there's still work to be done to actually build the patterns and the habits to turn the events into trends, right? Yes. So that takes a lot more work. It takes, oftentimes it takes significantly more effort to generate true momentum in any area of our life than we anticipate. And so it's the same thing in our marriage. It takes significant investment in our time in our schedules, in our consistency. And then we produce this momentum and habits and patterns. And then that growth that took a lot of energy and effort, now we're more managing it. We're more protecting it. We're more, um, it's become a habit and a pattern. And I think what makes me sad sometimes is couples come to marriage counseling and they're doing well, but then marriage counseling stops and with it stops the prioritization. And then they'll go yeah. months. Without like culture, yeah, without anything that invests back in their marriage, and then mm-hmm. they call back, "Oh, we're not doing well." It's like, 
well, what are some of the things you guys have been doing since the last time we saw you? And it's like nothing. It's like, well, that's the fix. The fix is start doing stuff. Go on dates. Continue. You know, maybe marriage counseling can have different seasons. But instead of going from seeing a counselor once every week to then never, you know, maybe you slowly, hey, we're going to go to every other week or once a month. We're going to keep check-ins. We're going to keep getting counsel and professional advice. Uh, because we know our relationship is important and it's a priority to us. So we're going to invest in it. Or, you know, you stop counseling. What does it look like to pick up a book on merit or to start listening to a podcast or something that keeps the ideas and the relationship at the forefront of our minds? When we prioritize mm-hmm. stuff, we typically experience growth. And I just think that's, yes. you know, so that is what promotes growth, intentionality, action steps making things a priority. Yeah. And this is why I recommend the journal with in sessions for people to write down things that they want to grow in, because if it was natural to us, we would already be doing it. So that means we need to really focus in and look at our mindset and transform our mind and really get it in, in into us, what we're wanting and keep it top of mind. And to do that, it requires some meditation because we really want to be focusing in on it. And so what I would like to even propose, and this might sound ridiculous, but it's almost like a marriage revolution because what we're talking about as far as keeping the growth, maintaining the growth, it is not, it it, it is counterculture. It truly is. It's almost like going completely against the grain of what exists today in society. And so I think that when it comes to intentionality, when it comes to excitement about marriage, when it comes to investment, we're going to look different. If we wow. decide that this is the route we want, that we want to give our all to our marriage, we want to show up, we want to uh, spend the time, the resource, all of it, we will look different. But at the same time, I think it really will impact that that the, those future generations, what we're talking about, that ripple effect. It will be a ripple effect that creates change in society, the fabric of society that is unparalleled. And because I think as is, as marriage exists today, sure, it impacts families, communities in the world, but we can just look around and we can see that, that it's not, it's very underwhelming. You know, a lot of the relationships we, we, we see in our own life, maybe our own relationships is, a, it's a bit underwhelming, but as we have been talking about what it takes, the investment, it's almost, it's like, it's go time, it's game time. And yeah. you know what? We're capable we're able to put forth the focus and the intentionality and the effort to grow our relationship. And we're able to recognize that, you know what? It's okay if it's difficult today because tomorrow is coming. And I'm gonna, it's okay if I messed up today because I can take ownership and I can do what I said I was gonna do. And so there's always hope when it comes to these things. And that's what I want you to know in whatever season of life you're in, in your marriage, that there's always help and there is always always hope. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next time.